Welcome back to the World Cafe. I'm Raina Duris, joined by John Morrison. John Morrison is a podcast host and the host of Culture Cipher Radio on WXPN in Philadelphia, where we make World Cafe. Every month he joins me for the Culture Corner and connects the dots for us across different genres of music. And all February, every week for Black History Month, John is going to take us on an exploration of the last 50 years of R&B music. Punish me with brutality Talk to me so you can see What's going on? First of all, John, hi, how you doing? Hey, I'm good. How you doing, Raina? I'm doing well. We're going to be talking about some of the major figures and innovations that have defined R&B over the last five decades. Tell us why you wanted to start in the 70s. Yeah, I've I've said this a few times uh, on this show and and in other places, uh, but I really believe that the 1970s were the greatest decade for R&B music. Uh, not only did you have like the heavyweights like Stevie Wonder, Aretha Franklin, Isaac Hayes, Curtis Mayfield, all of these folks making uh, albums that were these big, ambitious artistic statements. Right, uh, you also had labels like Stax and Philadelphia International just like constantly turning out uh, these timeless songs. You had small local regional scenes all over the country popping off Chicago, uh, New Orleans, you know, LA, all kind of stuff. So it was, it was just uh, top to bottom, uh, a very fruitful time in black music. The very first song we're going to listen to this month for this series is from James Brown. Tell us about the payback. Yeah, when you talk about soul music, you, I feel like you have to start with James Brown somewhere in the mix. Uh, he was a star in the 1950s at the uh, height of the early R&B era. Uh, in the 1960s, he completely changed uh, the rhythmic character of popular music. And the payback is 1970s James Brown at his best. Lyrically, it's all in the title. He's talking about getting revenge on somebody that's uh, wronged him. And the groove is hypnotic. It's been sampled a million times. It's just a classic flat out. Here's James Brown with the payback on World Cafe. Payback! Payback! That is! Payback! 
James Brown, The Payback. I'm Raina Duras talking about R&B with World Cafe correspondent John Morrison. Black History Month, he's taking us through the decades of R&B, starting with the 70s. Stevie Wonder was another artist who dominated the 1970s. What was he doing throughout the decade and what made his run of 70s albums so significant? From 1970, uh, when Stevie Wonder released the album Side Still Delivered, all the way to 1979 when he put out The Secret Life of Plants, he he probably put together what, you know, most people would, you know, flat out agree that uh, is like the greatest run of classic albums that we've ever seen. Comparable to, you know, The Beatles, Parliament Funkadelic during the, uh, that same period. Just dynamite records all throughout the decades, every couple years, just Stevie Wonder uh, with these albums. And not only were these records big hits uh, with these enduring songs that, that people still love and listen to today, Stevie was really a relentless experimenter during this time. You know, in the early 70s on these albums like Music of My Mind and Talking Book, he incorporated electronic instruments and, and created these sounds and, and textures in a way that uh, really hadn't been heard in popular music before. And Stevie really stretched the boundaries of music and, and created a lot of uh, artistic space for not only his peers, but also the generations of musicians who would follow him. And, you know, he, he really has no equal in general, but especially during the 1970s when he was like absolutely on fire. The song that you've chosen to play for us today is the song As. When you're choosing music from uh, somebody with such a huge catalog of incredible songs, why is this a song from Stevie Wonder that you wanted to play? As is probably my favorite uh, Stevie Wonder song. It's a lot of people's uh, favorite Stevie song. And, you know, this is a song that I grew up hearing a lot as a child, uh, it's my closeout song. A lot of times when I play like DJ gigs, I, if, if I want to send people out of like a club or a party with like a good, like loving, uplifting energy, this is the song that I go to. And it's just uh, Stevie at his best. The, the message is uplifting. The music takes you on a journey. It's perfect as it is. John Morrison bringing you some good vibes today on World Cafe. This is Stevie Wonder as.
This is World Cafe, where we're exploring 70s R&B today with World Cafe correspondent John Morrison. You just heard As by Stevie Wonder. So in the 70s, there was a lot of growth. There was a lot of experimentation in R&B. But there were also a lot of ways where the music remained grounded in, in older traditional sounds. John, could you talk about that dynamic and how the music of the 70s was influenced by those older sounds? Yeah, you know, there was uh, so much going on in the way of, you know, new ideas and, and experimentation in R&B. Uh, but older Black spiritual music, uh, primarily gospel, remained at the heart of R&B and, and what we know as soul music. And the church remained a training ground for Black singers and, and instrumentalists uh, throughout this time. So, you know, even with all of these different sounds uh, that were flying around and, and shaping Black music throughout the decades. We, we talked about Stevie bringing in like synthesizers and electric pianos, you know, funk was heavy. You know, we had disco towards the tail end uh, uh, of the decade. You know, all of this stuff is happening, but at its core, uh, Black sacred music remained a constant uh, animating influence on black pop music. So even if that influence didn't take the form of like overly spiritually themed or like religiously themed music, that influence is still there. It's it's in the music, it's in the vocal performance, and you can hear so much of, of that tradition in a lot of these classic 70s R&B albums. It really is amazing when you when you sort of talk about all the different influences that were happening. This is all just one decade. This is all going on at right. the same time. Uh, so, so one singer who came out of the black church and, and had an amazing run throughout the 70s was Aretha Franklin. You brought us her song, To Be Young, Gifted in Black. Tell us about it. Yeah, To Be Young, Gifted in Black is a, a powerful song. It was originally written and performed by Nina Simone and uh, co-written with her musical director, the great jazz pianist Weldon Irvine. And the title is actually borrowed from a play written by Lorraine Hansberry, who also wrote A Raisin in the Sun. And, you know, Aretha's version of this song is a masterpiece. Uh, the vocal arrangement, the piano playing, you know, it's, it's all deeply in, indebted in the church. And and this song has like, I don't know, it, it has like a, a special uh, kind of like emotional meaning for me. Um, when I listen to this, I like to listen to songs and imagine like, you know, what people felt when they heard this. Uh, my mom was 18 when Nina wrote this song and she was probably around 20 when Aretha's version came out. And I just imagine her and like young black folks who were around at the time, like hearing this message and being affirmed and, and going out into the world, feeling this kind of music and, and being inspired by it. The, the song was really written with a lot of uh, deep love and care for Black folks, and you can feel it when you listen to it. This is Aretha Franklin, To Be Young, Gifted, and Black.
to be young, gifted, and black. That was Aretha Franklin on World Cafe. I'm Raina Duras, joined by World Cafe correspondent John Morrison every week this month to explore R&B through the decades for Black History Month. We're starting right here in the 70s. We've heard about these uh, these great figures in R&B, Stevie Wonder, James Brown, Aretha Franklin. But there was another musical movement brewing in Philadelphia, where we make this show. Tell us about Philadelphia International Records. Philadelphia International uh, was founded in 1971 by the songwriters Kenny Gamble and Leon Huff. Uh, and their roster really reads like a who's who of 70s soul music. You have Billy Paul, uh, Teddy Pendergrass, Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes, the OJs, Patti LaBelle. Uh, so many artists and classic songs uh, came out of this this label and the, and the movement uh, that Kenny Gamble and Leon Huff created. And a lot of these songs are still played a lot uh, you know, around the world. But of course, they have like a special significance here in Philadelphia. Um, what made Philadelphia International stand out? Why is the music they released so important? Philadelphia International was important because it kind of picked up where Motown left off, right? But not only that, it pointed toward the future of music. Uh, Philadelphia International really laid the musical foundation for what would become disco and modern dance music as we know it now, that famous, you know, 4-4 drum beat that you hear in disco and house music and, and all of this music that would follow. Uh, that drum beat was created by a Philly drummer named Earl Young. You know, you could still hear that uh, that beat, you know, throughout all of this music. And the first disco DJs, they were playing Philly International records in clubs, you have these big, beautiful string arrangements played by uh, Philly International's in-house orchestra, MFSB. And and these records really just had an elegance and a, a beauty to them that, that makes them timeless and, and real special. Let's get a sense of the sound of Philly International right now. We're going to play Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes, The Love I Lost. The love I lost. On World Cafe, Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes, The Love I Lost. My name is Raina Duras. I'm here with World Cafe correspondent John Morrison. We're talking about 70s R&B. We're taking a, a trip through the decades of R&B this month for Black History Month, starting this week in the 70s. 
We've heard all of these signature songs that define the 1970s in R&B. Can you tell us why this decade, John, was so important for R&B and for popular music in general? Yeah, the 1970s were uh, very important for the next five decades of music. You know, hip-hop was born in the 70s. Punk, as we know it, was born in the 70s. And, you know, we've seen the, the foundations of dance music established in the 70s. For R&B specifically, the 70s are kind of like the standard of quality when you think about soul music. Uh, even, you know, when you hear contemporary acts like Silk Sonic or like These Sacred Souls, for example, when ev whenever contemporary mus musicians want to evoke like a certain emotional depth and, and musical complexity, they look back to the 70s and they, they pull inspiration from that music. Uh, so, so the 1970s, in particular 70s R&B, uh, is still very much important, very much relevant to, to what's happening in music now. We're going to find out what happened in music next, next week when we head into the 80s. John, thank you so much. Thank you, Raina. John Morrison is a podcast host and the host of Culture Cipher Radio on WXPN in Philadelphia, where we make World Cafe. He joins me every month for Culture Corner, and he's joining me every week this month for Black History Month as we explore R&B through the decades. I'm Raina Duras, back in a moment with more World Cafe.